This is Zoe Church LA. We're not just fans, but rather followers of Jesus. Tune in as Pastor Chad Veach teaches of God's love and how we can live a Zoe life, an abundant life. Okay, let's jump in the Bible. Matthew chapter 13. Go there in your Bible. Matthew chapter 13. Let's jump in for the sake of time. And uh, for those of you that are new or just joining us, we are starting off the year with a brand new series called King and Kingdom. We believe that every kingdom has a king. And in this kingdom, our king, his name is Jesus. I'm going to preach about him today and excited for you to join. I'm going to jump in and read these verses. But before we do, um, I don't know if everybody got to check it out on YouTube, but Zoe TV launched last Sunday. Make some noise. And we are filming in this service. And uh, so I'm going to talk to this camera right here on the floor. And I'm going to welcome them in to joining us, what God's doing here at the El Rey in Los Angeles. And so on the count of three, I'm going to ask you to be really loud and make some noise. Welcome our, t- our TV audience, our YouTube audience. And uh, we'll make them feel like they're just right here with us as we record the service. Is that all right? So on the, on the count of three, let's be really loud. Welcome everybody through the camera, okay? One, two, three. Hey! Come on! So glad you're joining us. Hey, we are here live in Los Angeles at Zoe Church, and we just want to say on behalf of our church that if God is for you, who can be against you? We believe that as you're starting this year that the wind of heaven is at your back. Whatever the enemy tried to do to take you out, you know he loves to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. We believe you're walking that abundant life. We just want to say as a church that we're for you as well. We believe the best is yet to come. Come on, Zoe. Let's make our, put some hands together and make some noise for all these people tuning in. We love you. So glad you're joining us. Okay, Matthew chapter 13. Let's join here on the screens as Jesus talks about the kingdom. It says again, he's trying to let everybody know what the kingdom's like. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure Hidden in the field, which a man found and hid. For joy over it, he goes. Say that again. For joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven. He's liking it again. The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Who, when he found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Jesus is explaining, he's describing what's it like to to discover grace. When you find Jesus, do you remember when you found Jesus? It's like when you find Jesus, it's like, oh my gosh, nothing else matters. The way the scriptures say it is, everything I gained, I count it all as loss in comparison of knowing Jesus. He said, when you find the kingdom, it's like, yeah, I find this treasure in a field, and I'm not just trying to find the treasure. I want the whole field translation. When you find this kingdom, you sell out for this kingdom. It's like nothing else. Status, success, money, it does not matter in comparison to knowing the good news, knowing the gospel. There's such elation. There's such joy. There's such excitement that it's like I found the greatest treasure on earth and nothing else matters. It says for joy, for joy. One of the things I love about God is we serve a God of great joy. 
God is not here for doom and gloom. God is not here for depression. God is not here to make you feel bad about yourself. Our God is here so that he can lift your head. He can fill your mouth with laughter. Come on, anybody excited today that the joy of the Lord is in our service? Come on, the joy of the Lord is in your life. You just got to know what kind of kingdom this is. Romans chapter 14, verse 7, as it comes on the screen, this kingdom, watch what it says. It says this kingdom, the kingdom of God, is not eating vegan and drinking water, alkaline, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. This kingdom's not just about eating and drinking, eat, drink, and be merry. No, this kingdom is a kingdom of righteousness. What does that mean? This kingdom is standing right before God. On my own, I should stand judged. I should stand condemned. I should stand guilty as charged. But because of Jesus, I stand right before the Father. I can stand in front of the King with my head held high. Because I'm right before God. Righteousness, peace. What does that mean? I have peace on my pillow. I have peace in my mind. I don't live a life of anxiety. I don't live a life of angst. I'm not always down and worrying and fearful. No, I have peace. Anybody thankful for peace? This kingdom is a kingdom of righteousness. It's a kingdom of peace. And it's a kingdom of joy in the Holy Spirit. In other words, when you enter in the kingdom, it's not just that you're glad that you found this treasure. It's that you just keep living glad because God is for you. Because God has a plan. Because God has gone before you. Is there anybody thankful today that you have entered into a kingdom, come on, of righteousness and peace and joy of the Holy Spirit? Oh, come on, you can be louder than that today if you're grateful for joy. I want to preach a message today. You can write the title, title down. It's called New Found Joy. New Found Joy. I have found this joy, and it's all because of Jesus. It's not because of job. It's not because of success. It's not because the Jaguars are beating the Steelers. It's because of Jesus. Don't know how to happen, but New Found Joy, and it's all because, it's all because of Him. Let's pray. Let's believe that God will come and speak to us. God, thank you. You are so good. You're so loving. You're so kind. You're so gracious. We remind ourselves and our circumstance of who you are. Thank you, God, that you're not just a God of promises, but you keep your promises. We receive your love. We receive this joy today. Help us to walk out. Help us to leave this message better than we came in. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, and all the Dodger fans that believe that we'll win the World Series next said, come on, say amen. Come on, let's put our hands together, Angelinos. Let's believe. Come on. It's not going to happen for the Lakers. We're believing for the Dodgers. Amen. Um, I don't know about you, but like when you, when you find something great, when you find something good, you get excited. You know, like when you find a new friend, you're like, whoa, I love my new friend. You know, like I love great for my old friends, but whoa. It's a good new friend. You find a good deal online. You know, you find, 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 find a seat somewhere. You find, just, when you find something, you know, like if you lost keys, or lost phone, you get excited. But it's something about finding something new, like a new thing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a member at a, at a gym. I know it doesn't look like it, but I am. And so I, I go to this gym, and at the gym that I go to has an app. So as I'm starting the new year, I'm saying, you know, I've never done this before. I'm going to take a workout class, okay? I'm going to get fit this year. Never done that before. I'm going to get 
get fit this year. I'm going to take a workout class. So I found that at my gym, they do like this soul cycle classes. So I signed up for the soul. And I've been loving it. Go early in the morning, get there, get the sweat in, try and burn some calories so I can enjoy a good vegan meal. Come on. And so, so I, I go to the gym the other day, and I go in for my class. I was all excited. You know, I got my Nike stuff on. I'm ready to ride. Well, the lady, the, you know, the instructor, you know, she, she, was, she was really excited. Some of these people, they just wake up with a little bit, a little bit too much energy. And so this lady, she was, she was just excited for the day, right? So she's, she's, got the, she's got the headpiece on, and she's playing DJ. This is, by the way, one of my dreams, to have a headpiece on and play DJ. She's winning. So she got the headpiece on. She's playing DJ. She's going through. But I don't think that she realized that we could hear every word that she was saying. Because she sang along to every single song that came on. Have you ever been to a soul cycle class and the instructor tried to sing along to Chingy? Like my soul cycle instructor was telling us what to do and she kept dropping the word there 50 times. She was like, I love it when you do that right there. And I was like, I don't know what you're doing. It's too early. And then it got worse when we got to Miley Cyrus. When the Can't Stop, Won't Stop came on and, you know, a Jay-Z song came on, she was just too excited. She's singing offbeat and I was like, okay, I was excited I found this and now I'm not excited I found this. Well, I want to talk today about a new found joy. A joy that only comes from Jesus. This kingdom is not a kingdom of righteousness. Uh, no, it is a kingdom of righteousness. It's not a kingdom of eating and drinking. It's a kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. I just love this opening remark that Jesus is making to us today. Again, he's been trying to describe what this kingdom is like. He's trying to get the people to understand what the kingdom of God truly looks like. Again, he says, it's like a guy that finds a treasure in a field. And he's so elated, he doesn't just find, buy the treasure, he buys the whole field. I'm all in, because I know what this thing will do for me. I've been looking my whole life for satisfaction. I've been looking my whole life for contentment, and I think I found the answer to the problems I've been facing in my life. I've got a new, found Joy. I just love what Jesus is talking about because by definition, the gospel is good news. In fact, I just want to give you a thought today. Write down point number one. You ought to start only listening to good news only. Stop listening to the bad news. Stop listening to the naysayers. Stop listening to the hater. Who is the greatest hater in your life? It's not a sibling. It's not your boss. It's the devil. The devil, by the definition of who he is, he's the deceiver and he's the accuser. So watch what he does in your life. All he does is accuse you before the throne. He says, God, are you really going to promote so-and-so? Are you really going to bless them? Are you, do you know what they've done? Do you know what they've looked at? Do you know what they've said? Do you know where they've gone? And all he does is he hates on you. He accuses you. He bullies you with shame. He bullies you with guilt. Stop listening to bad news when heaven is trying to declare good news. Come on, heaven's trying to shout in your ear. You're called. You're anointed. You're forgiven. I am for you. I love you. I've chosen you. I've got a plan for you. You've not seen anything yet. The best is in front of you. Come on, anybody down to start listening to good news only. I'm not talking about media outlets. I'm talking about silencing the enemy and allowing heaven to shout in your ear. Start listening to good news only. Jesus was so committed to good news, he actually says, I will not return to this earth 
I will not come back until the good news of the gospel, the good news of this kingdom is declared all over the world. In, in a translation, until everyone on earth gets a notification saying good news for your life, until they all get that notification, I'm not coming back. Could you imagine being in Hawaii yesterday morning? When this notification came across a phone of saying this is not a test. My, my in-laws were in Hawaii and um, Julia's parents were in Hawaii yesterday and they texted us after everything that had happened and they said, hey, on the family group text, and they said, hey, we had about a 30-minute scare and this has happened, and, but everything's good now and we're okay, we're safe, and it, I guess it was a false alarm. And so Julia's family responded, are you telling me that for 30 minutes you thought you were going to die and you didn't t call us on the FaceTime? But I like my mother-in-law. She, she was talking about my father-in-law, Bob. Anybody remember Pastor Bob McGregor that came here and preached? Have you never seen my father-in-law? He walks like this. Hey, guys, how you doing? How you doing, Pastor Bob? How you doing? Good to see you. Praise God, Pastor Bob McGregor. And he talks like this. How you guys doing? Good to see you. See, it's me. It's Pastor Bob. And, and, and my mother-in-law said of, of Pastor Bob yesterday when the, when the notification went on, you know, this is not a test. The missile's coming. She, she said he just hung out and just he was doing the laundry and having a good time in Hawaii. They, they, they didn't even pay no attention to it because he has so much faith in the military of America. He said if there is a missile, they're going to swap that thing down. I said, praise God for the military and peace on your pillow. <laughs> I talked to another pastor in Hawaii. I said, I'm so sorry that you experienced that. And how are you feeling? What did you do? And he said, for me, when, I, when we got the, uh, you know, the notification, I got my whole family together. And we prayed and we asked God to swat the missile away. And then we sat down for our last meal together. I said, you should have got together with my father-in-law. <laughs> he was A-OK. -okay. But could you, could you imagine Jesus said, I will not return until every human gets to hear good news. I'm not coming back until good news of what I've done and who I am is preached to everybody. This is not a kingdom of bad news. It's a kingdom of good news. Watch here in Matthew. Watch what Jesus says that it comes on the screen. He says this in Matthew chapter 24. It says, it says, I will not come back. Watch what he says. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. It will go to every nation. It will go around the world. And I'm here to declare good news. I just want to encourage you this year. You ought to start listening to what heaven has to say about you. God has purpose. God has identity. L let the hater hate on you all that he wants. Heaven is declaring something better. And when you start allowing God's word to get in your ear, the Bible says faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. In other words, listen to me. The content you consume becomes the content you create. Whatever you put in that's whatever's coming out. So if you listen to all that negativity and pessimism, you're going to speak in negativity and pessimism. But when you listen to positivity and you listen to promises and you listen to God's word, that's going to come out of your life. Is there anybody here today that is down in this year to say, I'm only listening to good news only? That's all I want for my life. I don't want all this negative. In fact, if you got negative friends, get some new friends. Have you got some people around you always sitting around talking with toxicity and such anger and backbiting? Get some friends. You need some, you need some good news only. We live in such a world of toxicity. We need to be around people that are going to lift us up. Yeah. Amen to that? Amen. 
So number one, start listening to good news only. Because here's the reality, write down number two. What you are in determines what you'll get out. What you are in, whatever you put your, another way to say this is you're a product of your environment. So whatever you're in, you get the benefits or the, the negative, the curses that come with it. Proverbs has this beautiful scripture I love so much. It says, be careful, be careful, be careful. Be careful if you hang around an angry man, lest you learn his ways. Translation, what you put yourself in, the environment you put yourself in, you are going to get out of that environment everything that's in it. So you ought to get into good soil. That's why I always think you ought to get in a connect group. You'll get all the benefits that's in that connect group. You'll get out of it you got to get into church, get planted into a local church. Don't come once a month or every other month. No, come every Sunday because there's something about being in the house of God. You're going to get the benefits that's in there. You'll get out of that. Now, Jesus is different than the gym. Growing up, people always say, you got to get in the gym. Whatever you put into the gym, you get out of the gym. It's different. It's not not talking about hard work. It's just talking about positioning yourself. Talking about just saying, I'm going to be in Jesus. I might make mistakes. I might fail. I might not put all the work in there. That's all right. Just because I'm in it, I receive everything that's here. This kingdom is not striving. It's not working hard. We don't have to do any squats or push-ups. Somebody say amen. We don't just be in it, and we get everything that's available. Amen to that? Come on, we can applaud and thank God if you're thankful. Just being in this thing, you get everything that's here. Just like, like an airport lounge. Every once in a while, you know, I get to go to an ir- airport lounge. I walk in the airport lounge. I walk in. As soon as I get in, it's like, woo I get everything that's in here for free. Well, somebody paid for it, but I'm going to get everything that's in this thing. Because I'm in whatever you're in. You're going to get everything that's you get out of that thing. Let me just show you here what the Bible says about your life, what you are in. You are in Zion. You are in Jesus. Psalm 87. Watch what the Bible teaches us. This is a powerful verse here. It says, listen, and of Zion it will be said, this one and that one were born in her. And the Most High Himself shall establish her. The Lord will record when He registers the people. This one was born there. Both the singers and the players on the instruments say, All my springs are, where are they? Where is my health? Where is my, health? Where is my dancing? Where is my joy? It's in you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. what, is the, what is the Bible saying? In Zion, it will say of this one and that one, you were born in her. Now, Zion in the Old Testament was a place. It was his holy hill. It was where God dwelt. It was, it was a place where God would be. Now, Zion is Jesus. So you are born in Jesus. We talked about it last Sunday. When you say yes to Jesus, you are born again. So now you are in Zion. So we can say of people in this church, you were born in her, and you were born in her, and you were born in here. And since you are in Jesus, you get everything. You can get everything out of the promises that are in him. You get righteousness. You get peace. You get joy. You get dancing is there anybody thankful today come on that everything that is in Jesus you get out of it there's no rewards program there's no like well you got to be here for six months and then you can get that out no no as soon as you step into this of belief of faith in this king you get everything is available to you all the promises of God are yes and amen to those that what believe not strive, not earn, not achieve, just believe. Because I believe in him, I get everything that's there. Anybody thankful for that? So now watch this. Now this is awesome. Now I am, I, because I believe in him, I found this newfound joy. And now I'm in his presence. And I'm in Jesus. 
I'm a product of the kingdom. It's so important you put yourself in kingdom culture because you, everything that's in this culture, you're going to get that. So now, it's, now my, my house is different. My thinking is different. My life is different. Now watch this. Now I'm in, in the king's presence, and I have, this is, this is what I love the most about him, I'm in his presence, and I have his approval. That's all I need. In fact, would you write down point number three? All I need is his presence and his approval. Nah, that's all I need in my life. I don't know what you need, but I'm just telling you, for me, all I need, ooh, there's nothing like the presence of the Lord. Anybody love the presence of the Lord that's here today? I said, anybody love the presence of the Lord that's here today? We start singing songs and let faith rise. Anybody feel his presence? You get that chicken skin. You know what I'm talking about? You get those goosebumps. I get those goosebumps every, stop, it's so dumb. But in his presence, in his presence, something about the presence of God. The Bible says in Psalm 16, watch what it says about the presence of this king. It's going to come on the screen. It says, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. In other words, when I get into the presence of the king, I don't have to duck my head and be like, oh, gosh, oh, shoot. Oh, is he, is he making eye contact? Oh, geez. Oh, this is just, I know, I know he knows what I did. I know this is just, ah. Oh. I'm going to tithe, fine. I just, oh. In his presence is fullness of condemnation. It's fullness of guilt. In his presence is, is fullness of shame. No, the Bible says in his presence is fullness of joy. Come on, come on. Woo! It's like I get in his presence like, that's my king. That's my God. He loves me. Not everybody else does, but he loves me. Like I'm in his presence is fullness of joy. No adventure, no, no vacation, no promotion, no amount of money you make can give you the joy that this king has. Is there anybody grateful today that when his presence shows up, my joy always lifts? So I'm in his presence and I've got his approval. It's not like a buddy hooked me up and said, no, 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 just come stand here. Maybe I, I know a guy that can get you in and we, I, I finagle something and we're we going to get you. No, I've got the king's approval. He asked me to stand here. He asked me to be in the kingdom. He invited me into the club. Uh, it's not elite status. I just had faith. And so I stand with the king's approval. I can stand with my head high. The Bible says I can come boldly before the throne of grace because of the blood and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Am I preaching to anybody today that is grateful that you've got the presence of the king and you've even more you've got the approval of your God I remember growing up uh I grew up in Seattle Washington and my dad growing up used to take me and my little brother to Seattle Mariner games we go to the Seattle Mariners in the last service there when I said the Seattle Mariners there was a, a few people about four people that, that woohoo they got they, and then we prayed deliverance over them and so but I grew up going to the kingdom the ki rest in peace and we go to the kingdom and watch the Mariners. And my dad was notorious for this. When he'd take me and my little brother, we would go and we would buy uh, seats in the cheap seats. You know what I'm talking Like we would buy tickets up there. We'd sit all the way to the 300 level. You couldn't see the players without binoculars. And we'd sit up there. And, we, and my dad, about the first five, six innings, he'd be, he'd be hawking some seats down on the 100 level close to the baseball field. And he'd be looking for some people that didn't show up for their tickets. You know what I'm talking about? And so, and so he'd... He'd be looking, the whole, we're watching Ken Griffey Jr., he's watching seats. He's just trying to find, and then about the sixth inning, before the seventh inning stretch, my dad would say, I, I think I, 
I think I got it. Do you see down there? And we're going to go down there. So me and my brother, we walked from the 300 level, all the corridor down to the bottom, the 100 level. And then we, we walk, I'll never forget, we walk. And it's like, oh, my gosh, they're, they're, they really are here playing baseball today. And <laughs> those are, this is awesome. And so we sit there, and, and me and my brother, we sit there, we're like, Griffey, Griffey. You know, we just get excited. Ken Griffey Jr., Randy Johnson, love your mullet. Like, we just, we just shout at these guys. And, but I don't know if you've ever sat in seats that aren't yours. You ever seat in seats that are not yours? We'd be sitting there, be like, Gravy! 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 Like, just like waiting for some attendant to tap us on the shoulder. Will you ever get caught in seats that aren't yours? When they come and get you, you're just like, I know, you don't have to say nothing. I'm out. I'm out. Am I preaching to anybody? <laughs> you have to understand that you're in his. In his presence, with his approval. So many of us, we think, ah, not me. Like church folk, yes. Good people, yes. But I've got issues. I've got sin. As if your sin disqualifies you from being approved. The reason why you are approved is God sent his son the king of heaven, to die for your sins so you can have approval at any time, any place, anywhere. So I can have his joy. It's so important you have to understand because if you don't believe this, you'll live with such fear. David, when he commits adultery with Bathsheba and then murders her husband Uriah the Hittite, so he's an adulterer and a murderer. He's an adulterer and he's a murderer. This is before Jesus in Psalm 51 when he repents and asks God to forgive him. He actually says, God, please, no, don't cast me away from your presence. Please, God, it's all I need. All I need is your presence. Please, Jesus, no, no, don't, don't cast me away. You can take away my money. You can take away my staff, but I, I need you, God. You're the thing that I need the most. Watch here, Psalm 51. Watch what David prays. I love this, this prayer. Created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. God will never cast you out. God will never say you're not good enough. No, I've got newfound joy because no matter what I do, I'm still in his presence. No matter where I go, I'm still in his presence. Where can I go from your love? If I'm in the worst place, if I'm in hell, I cannot flee from you because nothing can separate you from the love that is in Christ Jesus. Neither height nor depth, nor power nor principality, nor angel nor demon. Is there anybody grateful today that God's not going to kick you out of his presence? All of this is a reality. I'm in his presence with his approval. Why do I get to be in his presence? Because write down the last thought today. Number four, God wants you to be happy. God wants you to be happy. Like happy. Like Pharrell, hit the track. God wants you to be happy. Like get on your bike, soul cycle. Like God wants you to be happy. God wants your life to be happy. God wants you not only to be happy, God wants you to have joy. In fact, the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. What does that mean, the joy of the Lord? Joy is an internal work. A lot of us want to be happy in life. And God wants you to not only be happy, he wants to give you joy. When you have joy from God, you can go through trial, you can go through tribulation, you can go through circumstance, you can go through sickness, and you can still have joy as your strength. 
You can still have a smile on your face. You can still greet people and have excitement about life because you're not just surviving, you're thriving. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Joy is an inside work. If you go get plastic surgery, if you go get plastic surgery, they'll fix exterior stuff. They'll fix, you know, whatever you ask them to fix, you can get that fixed. But on the outside, you can have that, that, that redone, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't change the reality of what's going on the inside. God always works inside out. So he says, I'll give you joy on the inside, and then I'll create happiness on the outside. God doesn't just want you to have joy. He wants you to be happy. So the path he's leading you on leads to your happiness. That's the external. God wants you to prosper in every area of your life, materialistically, financially, physically, emotionally, spiritually. God wants your whole world to flourish. That's why Jesus came. So God not only gives you happiness, but even furthermore, he gives you joy that's why the bible says count it all joy whenever you face trials and tribulations of many kind whenever you go through a trial because god will actually give you the joy to endure it i don't know what you're going to go through this year life can happen to any of us we're all one notification away from our knees but no matter what you go through joy will be your strength So God wants to change your life on the inside and give you joy and make you happy on the outside. Anybody thankful today for this newfound joy? Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. We hope you were inspired and encouraged by the message. To get more information about Zoe Church, check out our website, www.zoechurch.org, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the newly added Snapchat under the handle Zoe Church LA. Have a blessed day.